good morning. Um, ha happy Wednesday, everybody. We're halfway to the weekend because it was only a four-day week this week, which was quite beautiful. Um, I wanted to talk about... Um, I've always felt either numb or I've felt everything. So I'm going to talk like a little bit more on mental health stuff today because um, I've always often thought about like what I would rather. Would I rather feel numb and nothing at all or would I rather feel everything because I've sometimes feeling everything is just as hard as feeling numb and I understand that and fully know that. So I just want to touch base on, like, feeling numb. Like, when I say, like, I feel numb or, like, I don't feel anything at all, it's literally, like, I don't have any emotions. I don't have any wants. I don't know what I want to do. If you asked me if I wanted to go out for, like, a coffee, I'd probably look at you and be like, oh, I don't care. Not that I don't care, but it's just, like, whatever works, works. Um, <clears throat> you're... Like, sexual drive also goes down or, like, your intimacy stuff goes down because, like, you don't want to really be touched. You don't want to, like, kiss somebody else. You don't want to give someone else a hug and stuff like that and all those types of things. Um, I'm not a hugger to begin with. Um, I more so have been lately. Like, over the years, I find that I'm getting a little bit better with hugs and stuff with certain people. Like... And I'm not saying I don't like hugs from, like, my mom, my dad, and stuff like that, or, like, my closer friends. I'm okay giving hugs like that stuff, but I just, in general, am not a hugging person if I don't really know you. Um, that kind of stuff. Like, my friends and my close friends, when they give me hugs, I love their hugs. So, like, I like getting those hugs, but, like, hugs from strangers, hugs from, like, people that I don't really see that often and you just run into them. I don't really love hugs. Um, I just like saying, hi, how's it going? And even then I'm still like a little bit awkward cause like, I don't know. I just don't know what to talk about or I don't know what to say. So anyway, so I'm not a huggy person. So like, even when I feeling numb and nothing at all, it's just like, I don't want to be touched. Blah, blah. Another feeling that I've described when I'm feeling either numb or all the feelings that are possible that I feel like I'm drowning and I can't catch a breath and I've often said that to my fiance like I've often said I feel almost like I'm drowning and there's no way up and it's it's the truest statement I've ever felt and it was kind of like a, a saying that I kind of got from Grey's Anatomy. It's not exactly what uh, Meredith says, but it's like along the same lines. And I truly, truly feel that to my core. Um, it is completely and utterly hard um, to feel numb, to feel nothing at all, to not know how you're feeling, to be depressed or down in a way and not know why or not even have a clue as per like what is making you so down is one of the most frustrating things I could explain to anybody. And I can't even explain it fully because there's no proper way to explain that. Um, 
you just don't feel anything. You literally don't feel anything. Someone asked me how I'm doing. I'm okay or I'm fine. Um, I won't ever usually say I'm having a bad day or I don't like it or whatever because in my opinion, I'm breathing, I'm alive. So that's good enough for me to say that I'm okay because I, I just go on with a mindset that it could be worse and things could be a lot, lot worse. So I wake up, I'm breathing, I got ready, I went to work, I have a job, I have a car, I have a dog, I have whatever, like I have all these things. So for me, I continue to say that I'm okay. Okay, mentally I might not be okay, but I don't always like saying that um, to people and I like kind of keeping that to myself, which on some points is wrong because I need to open up, but until I can really explain to somebody what's wrong or what's on my brain or if it's something that I've already told people <clears throat> that I'm struggling with, I won't say anything else. I'll just continue saying I'm fine, I'm okay because it's easier to say that I'm fine and I'm okay than to actually explain what's going on in my head and all the thought processes. And I can't even tell anybody the complete thoughts in my brain because I don't even know sometimes what's bothering me and it could be a thousand different things during the day that just keep on weighing on my head that's bothering me so I can't fully explain it to people and um some of my family kind of like is like well you said you were okay and I said to them well I'm breathing and I'm alive so technically I am okay and I'm doing okay like that's kind of the tactic that I have but so feeling numb, like imagine you don't feel sad, you don't feel happy, you don't feel anything, you're not getting excited about anything, just picture when you, you know how your mouth gets frozen from the dentist and you cannot feel a thing, just picture that but all over your body. And picture that like even in your brain when you're coming to thoughts and stuff. You're numb. You have no idea what you're feeling, what's going on, that kind of stuff. Um, that is what it is like to feel numb. So um, I've said in previous podcasts that I'm an empath. So I feel other people's feelings. So this is the complete opposite of the numb. Okay. So... I feel other people's feelings, I have all these feelings in the world, I worry, I feel sad, I feel anxious, whatever, I have all those feelings. So um, when I feel everything all at once or I'm feeling all of the hurt, all of everything, it still feels like I'm drowning and I can't find a way up, but it feels like I'm drowning in a way that I have way too many emotions and I'm feeling way too much. Um, <laughs> so. That's why I said that saying can kind of like be on both ends of this spectrum and on both sides of it. I find it extremely hard to, I think I'd rather, I actually think I'd rather be, have all my feelings at once than be numb because at least I can feel. And like one of my like biggest parts of who I am is being an empath and feeling and f having feelings and being able to sympathize with other people and being able to relate to other people with their feelings and stuff like that. 
So I think I'd rather have all the feelings at once, but it's still not that great, and it's still not that fun. Um, I just have all of these feelings. Like, I'm constantly, and I found lately, like, I think I've said before, my mental illness right now isn't at its best, because I'm still kind of waiting for, like, a psychiatrist appointment and stuff like that. I have a counseling appointment next week, which I'm kind of, like, excited about, but at the same point, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. But even right now, like, my worry is completely, like, over the moon crazy. Like, um, yes, for example, yesterday morning, I was waiting to go to work and hanging out with the dog. And somebody pulled into the driveway. And I instantly thought that it was my mom or my dad coming to tell me something bad. Mostly, I thought it was my dad because I couldn't see the car in the driveway because of um, my fiance's big truck that sits in the driveway. But I thought it was my dad coming to tell me something awful happened and coming to tell me bad news. Um, lo and behold, it was my fiance's mom. She had had physio that morning, and I didn't know that. But my mind instantly goes to bad. Um, if my mom or my dad end up calling me during the day at, while I'm at work and I don't answer, or they call me in the morning and it's just out of the norm when they're calling me, I freak out and I panic because I think they're calling to tell me bad news. And I think that it's like one of the worst feelings in the world because I'm constantly worrying. And I try to tell myself to worry about things when they happen, but it's hard when something out of the ordinary happens and I think the worst case scenario. But I also think that's kind of like a defense mechanism in a way because I'm trying to prepare myself for something awful that's going to happen. And by preparing myself, maybe when it happens, it won't be so much of a shell shock to me or so much of a like hit to me. But it's obviously not that good because I'm freaking out and I go into a slight panic at that time. Um, I'm really trying to work on it for real, like really trying. Um, I feel sad about certain things in other people's life or what other people are feeling. And like, I end up feeling bad for people. Like, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, I also, I don't know how to explain that part, but I also like, like I said, I'm an empath. I, I also stay very quiet if you don't know me or if I don't know you and I'm not that familiar with people, I do stay quiet. Or if somebody's like complaining to me about somebody and I'm kind of neutral and I kind of just like don't want to say anything and I don't want to get into it, I'll just sit there and just nod or like be like, yep, yeah, uh-huh. Like I'll just like kind of agree or like just nod along with the person talking to me because I know that they need to get it off their chest, but I don't want to start saying stuff or start doing things that would be bad towards another person. I have my personal thoughts, but I don't like really saying stuff. Like, even often, like, my fiancé will, like, say something, not mean about somebody, but, like, he'll say the truth. Like, he's very blunt. He's very everything. And he's a tradesman, so sometimes it comes out very, like, harsh and very, like, crazy. But I often look at him, I'm like, don't do that. Like, that's not nice. Like, I'm a very, like, I don't want to say sweet person, but I'm a very, like, 
gentle person and I don't like saying mean things about other people and when talking about other people and like the struggles they're going through or like the ways that some people can be I just try to look deeper like I try to look deeper for a reason why they're doing that stuff or like like you know oh they had a hard upbringing so like maybe they didn't fully understand what was going on or they had a hard upbringing these kinds of things probably are tough for them because they never had to think about that stuff like that's where I go and a lot of the times I go that way and I just like don't like calling other people things when I could be doing the exact same thing and I could be that could be me right that could be me for them but I don't want to say it about them because why would I like why would I say that yes I can I can complain or I can vent about stuff for sure but I don't ever call people names other than my brothers I'm pretty sure um but that's okay because they call me names too and that's just the way that we grew up together um like me being like oh you're so stupid to one of them is like not an insult to them it's like what 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 would even happen to your brain that you'd make it think like that or like it's more of like a light-hearted like you're stupid like it's not like I'm actually saying my brother is like not smart at all it's just like in that moment I'm like you're just being so stupid um but that's just the way we've always been and like we don't take those things to heart with each other because it's just how we are and we know what each other are meaning when they say stuff like that but I don't like calling other people names at all. Um, I am somebody that is very, though, like, honest. And, like, I will tell you what's on my mind. And I won't really, like... I won't care if, like, you say you like something and I don't like it. I will flat out be like, well, yeah, I don't like that. But it's not saying, like, oh, like, you're disgusting for liking that. I'm just saying, like, I personally don't like it, but... I could see why you like it. Like, I often do try to, like, do that stuff just to try, like, not to, to, I try to validate everyone's feelings and everybody, like, what they believe in and what they're seeing and what they like. Like, because it's not for me to dictate, like, what you like or whatever, or if I don't like something, you shouldn't be just like, oh, I don't like it either because I don't like it. I can tell you my reasonings for not liking things or, like, I can say, like, oh, it's really just not my interest. And you can take it with a grain of salt because I'm just telling you my opinion and my outlook on things. It doesn't mean I'm right. I don't think I'm right all the time. Um, I just, I'm very vocal about my beliefs, what I do, and all those kinds of things. So that's, this is what I'm saying. I either feel everything or I don't. Like if I'm in a numb feeling and you're talking to me about stuff, I'll stay really quiet. And, like, I won't say anything back. But if I'm, like, feeling myself and I'm feeling a lot of feelings and I know I can put words to how I'm feeling now, I will tell you, like, the truth, the utmost truth. And oftentimes, like, I'll say something to one of my friends and I read it back and I'm like, oh, that kind of sounded mean, like, but I didn't mean to. Like, I just meant to tell you, like my honest opinion and I often text my friends saying like sorry like that wasn't meant to be like in a mean way it was just meant to be like the truthful thing and most times they understand and they don't take it the wrong way and they know that I'm not doing it 
out of like a vengeance in my heart or like to hurt them or to hurt their feelings they know I'm doing it to like care about them and I'm doing it just out of like because that's who I am I'll say it no matter what if it hurts your feelings if it doesn't I'll say it but I'm still mindful of how you're feeling and I don't want to crush your spirits when I'm talking to people I don't want to crush your spirits but if something that you're doing is not right or like I think you should be maybe approaching it in a different way I'll tell you the way that I would approach it and just say like this is what I would do um, take that information with how you want to and you know you can incorporate some of the stuff that I've told you or you don't have to like just at the end of the day also let me know how it went what happened what you ended up doing I'm like that person <laughs> um, and I'll support anybody no matter what I'll like back you up no matter what you do no matter if you take my my advice or not I will back you up a thousand percent and yeah so I haven't actually speaking of the numb feeling and I like knock on wood knock on my hard head because I actually haven't really felt numb in a very long time I have felt like so depressed and not knowing what I'm depressed about before I felt that way but I often end up figuring out what to pinpoint and what to put my finger on because over the years like I said through the counseling and stuff I figured out how to identify my emotions and identify what's wrong and that is the one biggest thing that I got from counseling and kind of just like mentally and emotionally growing is I can pinpoint what's wrong maybe not at that specific moment but eventually I think about it and if something resonates with me and I start getting upset when I'm thinking about that I know that's what's bothering me right like you have some kind of idea in your subconscious of what's bothering you but until you kind of bring those things to like your conscious and just like actually talking to yourself or like not talking to yourself but thinking like oh am I upset because of this or oh am I upset because of that and then you like kind of are like oh yeah you know what like I was kind of thinking about that that kind of like made me a little bit sad thinking about it maybe that's weighing on my head I try to do that now and it helps a lot <clears throat> but I don't know some people can say that like feeling too much is a extremely con like it's one of your cons not your pros and it can be but it can also be your pros like like I said you can ha use your feelings to kind of help other people and when somebody's going through a hard situation or like a hard time and you empathize or sympathize with them they're so much more appreciative of that because like they know that you care about them and that you're feeling for them and that their feelings are valid like I often validate people's feelings because even though it might not upset me or it might not bother me it bothers them clearly somehow some way so like and whatever way it's bothering you or if it bothers you who cares? Like, if it's bothering you, talk it out to me. Tell me what's going on. I might not agree with you of why it should bother you or whatever, but often I will tell my friends, that is a valid reason to be upset. That is valid. Like, one of my friends talked to me about, like, oh, I just get upset about, like, the littlest of things and, like, I shouldn't really look at it that way. I said, who cares if you get upset about the little things? 
maybe that day you weren't feeling completely like yourself and you just needed that little thing to happen to make your day a little bit better. Maybe those little things piled up and just, you know, you blew up, blew you up. Like all the little things when they pile up onto each other like that, it can be a huge and heavy load. And I am notorious for that. Notorious for that. Especially if you're already having a really sad, depressed day or you're having a difficult day. When those little things happen, it can set you off with the snap of a finger. <clears throat> like, as a kid, I think I've said this before. My brother, my oldest brother could say, like, the smallest or, like, simplest of thing that might not bother somebody else, but would bother me, and I'd instantly start crying. Like, and I didn't know why <clears throat> him, it was only when he did that stuff, and I don't know why he affected me that much when I was a kid, but I would start crying for, like, no reason. I didn't need to cry, or, like, they would be talking to me, and I'd get all, like, defensive and put my back up against the wall, or, like, I'd try to defend myself, and then I would start crying because I'm like, why am I even, like, getting upset about this? But lo and behold, I was struggling mentally so much in high school, and that's when often these things happen that I was struggling so hard with emotions and stuff. Maybe those little things just were, like, the tipping point where, like, I don't know, I kind of picture myself as, like, a little a little paper person on top of a cliff and that little thing is just the flick of the finger that literally flicks you off the cliff. Like that is the tipping point for you. You know what I mean? And often enough, I struggled with, um, being upset about my uncle that had passed away. I struggled with those things and they didn't, they weren't aware of those. So there again, I wasn't speaking up saying, you know, I'm just having like a really, really rough day. I wasn't speaking up and saying that I was just crying or like just getting that little bit of upsetness. And he was like just flicking me off to the tipping point. And sometimes, and he, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault that he was doing it or that it was happening. It was completely like my feelings and internal and in my brain. So I don't know, just keep that in mind. Like some people get, end up having numb feelings and not feeling anything. And some people feel everything in the world and you just have to kind of like be careful what you say to people and take into consideration other people's feelings and what they could be going through because you realistically don't know what they're going through. And I just, yeah, like step back and just think to yourself, like what could be going on in that person's life that that little argument or that little thing really truly set them off? Like what could they be struggling with internally that you can't see? And a lot of people struggle with that. Not everything that's going on with somebody or going, like, or upsetting somebody is visible. It's not. You, maybe you don't see it. It's, it could be internal. I swear, sometimes if I could have, like, a speech bubble above my head of, like, what I was thinking or, like, what is upsetting me that I'm thinking about, it would be so much easier because it's so easy to say those things into your head or to think those things, but to say them out loud, it's 
hard. It's one of the hardest things ever. Like, one of the hardest things for me ever is talking about, like, my fears and, like, what I'm scared about or, like, what I'm worrying about because a lot of people are like, well, what did your counselor say? Like, to think about it when it happens. I understand that, but I'm just trying to talk about it because it's valid that I'm scared about it. Like, it's a valid feeling and I just don't want to be invalidated. Yeah, I know that I should be worrying about it when it happens, but it's just a fear that I have. It's just something that's there. And no matter how many times that I've worked on kind of like trying to have it not there, it still continues to come back up. Um, or it still continues to kind of linger there in my subconscious. So I don't know. I don't know if other people have felt the feeling of numb or being numb. Um, if you have, you can even, I think, comment on the podcast or like reply to it. I just figured that it was something to talk about because I often had struggled with feeling numb and I still sometimes do like occasionally, but it's not as big or not as, um, long as it was before because I've learned to kind of just work on it and not, and just to have feelings and to feel everything. And that again, the, the empathy part, the empathy part really started coming when I was older, like, and I never used to be this empathetic or maybe I didn't think I was like as a kid, my brother would start crying and I would start crying. But I think that was just like, I don't know. I think that was just like a sibling thing or like, I don't know, but maybe it was all along in my childhood and I've always been an empath, but you won't catch me crying in front of you often. Um, if you're crying in front of me, I might get a little teary eyed, but I'm not going to get really upset. Um, I also won't be the first person to give you a hug or whatever, because I often, uh, don't know what to do in those situations, especially with somebody that I don't know very well or that like, I don't know on a personal level. And I'm like, "Mm, are they a hugger? Are they not? Do they need a hug? Will it help or won't make it worse? Um, (laughs) so that kinds of stuff, um, you won't catch me crying in a movie or it's like very rare. I think I cried at like the Lion King, but I cried at like the, (laughs) I cried at the live action part. (laughs) uh, the live action one. I didn't cry at the animated one. I cried at the live action one. Um, but like often enough, I'll be watching TV with like a friend or something and they'll be like tearing up or crying and I'll just like look over and I'll be like, what the hell are you crying about? And I, (laughs) and often they're like, you know what? Shut up. Like you never cried. (laughs) You never cried a movie. And I was like, yeah, but like, I'm a little morbid. Like, (laughs) uh, no, but it often happens. So, um, or I find even if the movie is sad or something like that, like I might end up crying like in bed or like in the shower later on, just thinking about it. But often I don't because I know how to separate, like that's a movie. That's not real life. Like I don't need to add those feelings into my real life because I have enough of those. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, hope everyone has like a wonderful Wednesday and I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you have any suggestions or want me to talk about anything else, um, any suggestions I'm open to, uh, yeah, let me know even, or if you know me on like a personal level, message me and let me know. Um, 
Let me know what you want me to talk about. All right, see you guys tomorrow.